explain to my wife and my kids uh-huh. how to get that time back. That, the, the waiting that room time? Is, yeah, that 12 minutes is gone forever. Mm-hmm. Toby, Toby's, so you, I'll let you call Cassie when we get done here. And you can tell her why I came in here and sat my ass waiting on you for 12 minutes. Yeah, you well, explain, that's... Fuck, I'm sorry. You explain I'm sorry that. I'm late. Are you though? I'm, I'm I mean, you, I'm, you're I'm not sorry. Really sorry. No, no, you're not I'm sorry. Though. Very, I'm very sorry. You don't sound that sorry. No, no, I am. I promise you. I'm so <laughs> fucking sorry that I am late for Lunsford. You can't believe it. Twelve minutes though. I can't get minutes. it back. I did everything I could. My computer is a fucking piece of shit. I'm a single father doing everything I can. <laughs> I can use that now. I got a. You have oh, it in the back pocket. Boy, I got something that could. I'm a single fucking dad trying the best I can. Yeah. So I'm sorry. You go. You call Buddy and Hank <laughs> and tell them why we have to turn kindergarten cough off, cop off early. Call them. Because you couldn't do your computer. Now, it's not just this isolated time, Toby. Let's be honest. It's, Let's be honest. You're right. It's not just the computer today. I got, tell, tendi- I got tendencies. I tell every, every kid that ever came to an Emory show why they had to wait 10 more minutes. They could have got another beer. They came and got on the front row to see you. What do you think the, it you're is? On the bus. What do you think it is? Because I actually am pretty good at being on time. like Except uh, for, for what? For, to performances. For parties, yeah. for parties, for engagements with friends, all this, like I'm the usually yeah. the first person that shows up, right? Not a late to what, work. What guy is it about a jobs. show? What is it about a show that makes me mm-hmm. y'all? So so obviously I'm just I'm I'm inferring here. Uh-huh. Y'all think I'm late often? <laughs> not uh, not for lunch. <laughs> like, I, you're not one of my friends where I'd be like, oh, I'll meet Toby for lunch. Uh, he'll probably be 45 minutes you, late. You're the one right. who's most concerned about making load in time. That's true, right? That's I what mean, I'm saying. I'll give you so that. what the fuck is it? I, I'm not late for shows. I just, well, well, hang on a second. Of- Let's just <laughs> let me just paint a little numerical picture. I'm just going to throw out a little bit of just this is logic and up. numbers. This is I'll, fucked for an exploration. up. I also say what we're talking about is obviously the waiting room. That the thing that really makes Lunsford angry here, which we will get back to, is I have a policy where I leave everybody in the waiting room until everybody is ready to begin. That's a personal policy as the meeting host personally. And so out of all the times we've podcasted, the amount of times that you've been the one that we were waiting on is damn near 100%. No. <laughs> it is no damn near 100%. Way. And there's always... Uh, uh, that's just simple math. Like, I wasn't going to do anything complicated because it's about acting, 100%. You're actually acting ugly right now. <laughs> Y'all are hurting my feelings and you're acting ugly. <laughs> okay. Okay, so now let's Change talk about tone. shows. Now, I, we haven't been podcasting that you long. You said I'm only damn near 100 Damn near 100%. <laughs> where there's multiple minutes where we're just, the waiting room is sitting there and lunch for sealing that whatever. Like, I can't be let in. And I'm sitting here trying to keep a, my peace and my calm, seeing that there's our Devin and Lunsford are just sitting right there in the waiting room. But I hold my composure as part of my yeah. self-discipline to not yes. feel that okay. they're rushing me. I'm waiting when everybody's ready. But it is yeah. you damn near 100% of the time that's late multiple minutes. And we've only been podcast. I mean, hey, that's only that's just dozens of times. I mean, that's you know now. But Emory shows that we play. What percentage do 
you think you were the last one off the bus, last one on stage. What I mean, damn near one hundred percent. Well, credit though you are the singer. It's not like yeah. you have anything to do really right, right. To, to get ready to play. Every but time you took it further, you, okay. You you take it farther. In my defense, I, I for a while there, I went up on stage with my bandmates. And then I would just stand there, and then people started heckling me or saying, Kobe, <laughs> say Jesus, or whatever the fuck we'd said on the podcast that week. And they said, say shit to me, and I just couldn't take it. So then I hung out on the bus, and you're right, I got a little off on time, like schedule. I'm not good at schedules. Everybody's always known that about me. I'm not good on a schedule. I don't, I'm not good at a calendar. No, no, I can't. No. I can't do a calendar. No, it's not about it. that. Uh, let me give a. Yeah. Let me paint a typical experience. Now, I'll admit, I am the second to last person on stage every night. I know the routine because it happens almost every night in a okay. typical way where Dave and Josh are just like Josh is in there because he doesn't not. I mean, he's just in there because humans are in there, so he's in there. He he's living his life in inside right. of the venue anyway, so right. he's ready. So he's he needs the, he's at to the be stage. in the venue though. He does. Just, he needs just right. Yeah, he's in the venue anyway. So there's no I getting love, to stage. Yeah. He lives there through <laughs> yeah. the night. Yes, because that's where the energy and the people are. That's job. He loves it. He needs okay. it. Dave gets nervous, so he's always like looking at that clock because he's probably got some drum stuff to do, and right. Devin is definitely. Just trying to be exactly right and do everything right. exactly right, like an yeah. any normal, like a, good, like a honest good person. Person mm-hmm. would just do, Devin yeah, someone is, you trust with everything. Yeah, he's doing that. Like, if, who's going to do the exact thing you would think a normal yeah. person would do if they were trying their best? That's what. That's how Devin gets to the stage. He arrives at the stage exactly at that moment, pretty much every night. And when I see that, that means I'm still dragging. I'm dragging. Right, I'm get. I'm still get. I'm still maybe pouring a drink. Still, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, I might uh-huh. still. I'm going. Okay, there goes Dave. There goes Devin. Okay, yeah. so I have some time. Yeah. Realistically, you know. Yeah. At that right. point, I go. Okay, because t- I'm. I'm going to be so far ahead yeah. of Toby. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to finish this drink that I'm pouring right now. And then when I do go, at, when it's right for me, I'm going to be so far ahead of Toby that it's not going to worry. I'm still not worried about it. You know, because Devin's going for yeah. like the appropriate time. And I just know where my gap is. So I go there. But you, many times there's still another moment that happens where a tour manager gets involved. He comes to the bus or the green room yeah. and is yelling at you. Yeah. Sometimes screaming that it's and yelling. It's, usually it's yelling at times like, yeah. not 15. It's not yeah. 15 <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. And, you, and then you might change clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might start yeah. changing your uh, shirt. Hold on. Yeah. You got better put, put on a different shirt. Clothes on. Yeah, yeah. Put a different shirt on. Uh, do I have time to take a shit? And then you la- make fun of that person who's working their damn hard to poop. make the show run on time. <laughs> yeah, and you are laughing at them changing shirts. Is what I ha- think, and that's after the set okay, time yeah. has been crossed. When I see everybody leave the bus, my first thought is, those fools. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
oh, they got to go. They're scared. Yeah. They don't know right. what it's like right. to be in a rock band, apparently. <laughs> I do. They fucking don't have a clue what it's like to be in a rock band because I know that you can do anything. And if so you are. I, yeah, but I'm, I love our fans. I'm going to show up. But there has been a couple of times where I was like, oh, shit, they, y'all started the intro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I've walked in and was like, oh, if I don't, if I'm not on stage in like less than 30 seconds, something, this is going to be bad. So that's been kind of wild sometimes. But I just think take your time, enjoy it. You got one life. <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably the way I would wrap this life. up is the, the and I'm I'm sure it's not a hundred percent of the time, but that is damn it's near one hundred percent. It might be damn near one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> and I am last, yes. I don't know. I, I think and behind because, the scheduled yeah. time, no matter what the previous agreed upon time was, right. it's you are last and it is after the agreed upon time. <laughs> and and one hour ago complaining that we weren't podcasting earlier. <laughs> That's true. Right. That's true. And what time can y'all podcast? Uh, I could yeah. maybe uh, I was hoping for earlier. So I would say you can only put that type of behavior at that type of statistical regularity that's out of character for the, your other punctuality into the territory where it's some type of obvious, you know, big balls alpha power move. There's yeah. a, only obvious interpretation, which is why every band goes on after their set time every fucking night. And you're late so. to the podcast every week because you're the big dog. <laughs> I don't I don't think that. I don't think I'm the big dog. I, tonight, Make I was, them wait. No, tonight, I promise you, I've been doing everything I can. I was just getting pinwheels on my computer. There's nothing I could do. There's nothing I could do. I texted y'all. That's look true. At also, but, yeah. no person ever has had as many computer problems as you have since I've known you. That might be true. I've never heard of somebody having as many computer problems as I do. And do you have mean a lot. computer problems or is there like quote, uh, air quotes to go it, with? It could be either or. Problems. I don't know. Yeah. I do the best I can with what I have to work with. I'll give you that. I do the best I can. I kept getting pinwheels, and then finally it showed up, and then y'all let me in, and here we are. Well, we're glad to be here. Sorry, Devin's not here. He lost his voice. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> on a trip where he went with his family. You know how Devin vacations? He's yeah. on a vacation this weekend. And he lost his voice. Oh, them kids must he have been bad. I don't know what he was doing. I don't know yeah, how don't he lost know. his voice. I don't know. I mean, that's what what's he said. The yeah, I don't know the Where'd they go? He said St. he Louis. has literally no voice. <laughs> he can't even talk. Yeah, they just went to St. Louis. But St. Louis, what is going on there? St. Louis is kind of dope. When you live in Champaign, St. Louis is two and a half hours away. So that's they have like a, a lot. lot. No, no, like a, it's a lot to do oh, compared yeah. to where you're at. Right. Yeah. And St. Louis has all this free shit, like free zoo, free science center, free all all these things. And then it has a really cool, like, uh, where the uh, uh, St. Louis Cardinals play. Yeah. That, that whole area and everything is nice. And then the there's a whole other area that's just good. I don't forget what it's called, but it's dope. They it, have to it, make it, it free because they know nobody wants no to come one, to that yeah. trash town. Yeah. Mm -hmm. St. Louis Pure is garbage. tough. It, it's, it's tough. It actually is tough. I know we got some St. Louis folks 
that listen to this podcast and they're probably yelling at their in their headphones right now, but it's a tough city to love. You know what I mean? <laughs> As an outsider for sure. Yeah. Now I got like Kansas City, I get why they right, love it. Right. Like there's there's a certain culture to Kansas mm. City that I'm right. tracking with, even though it's Midwestern, kind of weird, kind of boring. A little progressive. There's there. something something tracking there. Right. St. Louis, which right. we've been we've been a lot. So much. And it, it is just something off about the city not and not the people like in indiana right no, it's the, not yeah, the indiana, people okay y'all but look you've got to really watch out what you're doing right now yeah. because you're gonna get me excited to talk trash on the midwest and let's then i'm go gonna get all in, the so way i live in the let's, midwest let's tear it down it. all the way across indiana okay. <laughs> the most useless I mean, so easy population to make the midwest yeah st louis the people aren't bad i i have no issue with the people i've met cool people there but that city is in my opinion, truly worthless. St. Louis. Oh my St. God. Louis. Okay. The city worthless. is, it is, there is like no scenario there. Yes, there's <laughs> not, yeah, not going there ever again in my life. Probably. I, I can't imagine the You'll reason that go I go. Like it surprises you. Why am I going to St. Louis again? Yeah. It surprises you that everybody that lives there doesn't simply leave. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> or, or end it. <laughs> yes. Now that people in Indiana are mostly too dead brain to know to leave. Like, you wouldn't expect that. They I wouldn't expect that they'd out. be inside. Right. The St. Louis people, I guess they like the <laughs> St. Louis people. They just, they like the Cardinals. And so they stick around. Yeah. 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 Yes. Baseball culture and stuff like that. But yeah, it's almost like you could say Chicago, you understand the toughness of it, but, oh, but it's, right. a, it's a real city. So yeah. St. Louis is one step closer to that, but Indiana, what are we talking about now? Like, what are you still doing? It's funny, St. Louis <laughs> even lost their NFL team. Their NFL team left. Which, yeah, that's yeah, which is crazy because they were they had Kurt Warner and I mean right. they were they were I mean, good. A legacy there. Yeah, yeah. So the NFL knew to get out, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like it wasn't working for the NFL. Yeah. Now the Colts can't leave because the entire population then would commit suicide. Yeah, it would be the end because there'd be nothing to if live. They lost the Colts. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean they have the Pacers, but it's uh, not, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I mean it's. Midwest is, I mean, I don't know. That's interesting. I mean, there's is a lot of basketball, like Chicago Bulls, but it, Chicago is a real city. I mean, Chicago's yeah, it's second yeah. city. It's it's legit. Yeah. I won't knock it. Yeah, no, well, one hundred percent. You know, it's the easiest to make fun of region by a long shot. It's nice here though. I live in the Midwest now, and I have to admit, it's one of my favorite places I've ever lived. And I know that sounds stupid. I know that sounds stupid, like fucking <laughs> stupid. But it's kind of nice because where I live feels very southern, but also has a real blue state vibe too mm -hmm. in the city I live in. So mm -hmm. that's really cool. Like, right? You don't like you get a in the south. I was I was trying to think about it. In the south, you have a little bit of blue state. Like, okay, South Carolina, North Carolina. Asheville's like a blue city. Right. You know what I mean, like Asheville exactly. has, you know, but that's about yeah. it. I was trying to think like where maybe North like, Carolina, like Athens, maybe Athens, Georgia's a little bit. Well, you know, no, Atlanta town stuff, but and sh Champagne nah, Atlanta, is like that. Atlanta's, Atlanta's Democrat blue? fully. A hundred percent. It's nine. It's 90%. Yes. Oh, wow. For yeah. Sure. 
So you got these weird pockets yeah. like that where it splits, but like Asheville feels like a cousin of Seattle in some way, where it's right. hippie and granola yes. and yeah. you know whatever. So that's that type of people, you know, kind of everywhere. So it, the places in the Midwest that I like are definitely those, right? Like, like Lawrence, Kansas. The, yeah, Lawrence can like, but Mi- I mean, Minneapolis, overall, you know, Minneapolis, Minneapolis, pretty, yeah, yeah. Minneapolis is can be tight. What How about, about Iowa? The, it gets freaky over. What's in that Iowa? place? I what's have the a city in Iowa that has Iowa. all the culture in it, where all the because it's like almost every weird person goes to this city, and it's like I wherever it's those attractors Des Moines are. Des Moines or Cedar Rapids. It's Cedar Rapids, where the college is. Maybe right? it's Iowa yeah. City. I don't know. Or but Iowa yeah, City. Whatever. That's I right. I think yeah. Iowa City might be the one. Anyway, it's like oh yeah, this is you get you can you you get that feel that just feels right, which is for whatever reason for us. We definitely like that, the liberal city, for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess all cities are liberal, so it's small. I don't know. It's like, but in that more, it fits really good in that region, so I don't know. I guess all cities are pretty liberal, though. Whenever I think yeah. of Iowa, I always think of the show that Matt and I, I know we've talked about on the, on a podcast at some point, but we played in Ames, Iowa, which is, what, 30 minutes north of, like, Des Moines area? Is that right, Matt? Sounds like all the cities are close there, too. That's a college town, too. I think that's where Iowa State is in Ames. Is that right? Iowa State is Cyclones. the other one. Ames, Iowa. I'm looking it up yeah, right now. Yeah, I think now. that's Iowa Hawkeyes. State Cyclones. I thought no, it was Iowa's the Hawkeyes. And they're Iowa's the Hawkeyes. Okay. Maybe Ames. Ames is, yes, yeah, so the north of, it's north of Des Moines. And then I don't see any college. Let me one see if I college. type in university here. It's one university of one. Iowa is show. Iowa City. Yeah. Then it's Ames, I think it's the Iowa State. Um, which that's not Iowa matter. State. No, I was right. Iowa State is in Ames. Yeah. So Matt well, I don't and I, the show. Matt and I go there. I, I think it's just Matt and I only. Is that right? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think we had a drummer or anybody with us. <laughs> Maybe we had Andy or. Uh, Might have had somebody. Yeah, Somebody, anyway, it doesn't matter. We get to Ames. It's a small little town, and it snows unreal when we get there. And we're playing a Matt and Toby acoustic show. The show is at this college student's house. He brought us in there. We play his house. It's a good show, actually, even with the snow and everything. But we get to his house. So this is what's funny sometimes about the like songs and stories or uh, the living room shows that we've done in the past. You don't know what to expect. You have no clue what to expect when you walk into somebody's house. It could be and that's really, really, really <laughs> gives you something. Just if you like, you that really gives you a canvas to have right. an enjoyable, no matter what experience. Yeah. Just the and yes, uncertainty yeah. of it all is really and, something. And, and the really fun part is you get to experience it before. 50 to 100 people do. <laughs> yeah. Coming. Yeah. So you get, <laughs> you get to, you know what all those people are going to be thinking in a couple yes. of hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's so awesome. Like, they don't know what to expect either, but you yes. do. Because you've That's been there for favorite. a couple hours. Oh, yeah. It was like right. you show up at this, these living room shows or what, even songs and stories at that that's weird location or whatever it's going to be. Yeah. Most of them are, and you know, like we're getting better and better at that, of course, but it's the, Uncertainty is so great. You walk in, you go, okay, I'm here. What is this? Yeah. And you go, what is this? Okay, when they get here, <laughs> we're gonna. Yeah. You start picturing them getting there, and you're there. You're like, what? What is this? Where am I? Where are we gonna set up? What's that gonna feel like? What? How right. goofy is this? Or cool is that? Or whatever. And that you just case it when you get there. And I love that part. 
I mean, we should. They show up. I love it. We should do a whole episode sometime about our living room shows. They don't go. It's never, ever anything ever bad happened. It's just. It's always great. Human fascinating. I mean, the worst it ever is, is like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Like, you know, like it's really like, oh, my gosh, the the vibe is so dry in here. Or that's the worst it can be. But I immediately always know the worst one that ever happened. do you I, know? I, I just, there's well, so Bob's many from, bad, from no, what? I, I mean, it, I mean, I it involves stories. Lunsford. I I have friend. one idea of one. Oh, I, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't there. I got you. Yeah, I was thinking what I was there for with it was awkward to start, but yeah, yeah. Some of we them did were terribly one, yeah. awkward. Some not as much. Yeah, we did whatever. one in Arkansas one time that was not good, and that's the one where at while we were at the show, it it we shouldn't have played there. It was out. Where was that in, in Bryant, to like Little Rock? It's like ten ten miles southwest of, of okay. Little Rock proper. Yeah. So it wasn't Little Rock proper, but and a friend, a mutual friend, said, "Come, you can play my house. We'll have an opening band, and we're gonna pack this place out." It was not packed out. There was maybe ten people for our show. That oh no! And it was not good. And the opening band just showed out unreal. Loud, like, yeah, performing loud like they're in a stadium. Cra- yeah, they might have. Yeah, they, they should. They, they should have been performing the Super Bowl halftime show. Is what it looked like to me. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And then we got to go up after them. Oh, I didn't even realize that was with BC because Joey was there. Yeah, Joey was there. Joey was there. Uh, that was okay. like a BC thing. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck! So that wasn't even only music. That was us. After that show, we had to talk. I mean, uh, I mean, I, 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 yeah, no, I don't even remember. I, I think we just or did. maybe I, that was early. No, no, no. That was that was You're so right. early. That was he was there was, though. No, Joey was there. That was when Andy, our drummer, showed Andy up was the there night too. before. Oh yeah, that was that. Remember? Trip. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. crazy. Uh, Andy, our drummer, had lost his fucking mind the night before in like uh, Springfield, Illinois, uh, Springfield, Missouri. Anyway. We're at this house, and I literally, I mean, this is happens on tour. It used to happen on tour a lot. We're st- he almost it's, went into a third embedded story, but soon we're yeah. going to zoom all the way back to Ames, Iowa. But right now we're in Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. He almost oh, went shit. to the night before in the hotel room with I Andy. I, I'm I holding it together. Yeah, I know, are, so you're trying to tell three thread. stories. Okay. But you got to finish me, the Arkansas story and then bring us back to Ames, Iowa, okay, all where right. we're way off track. Perfect. Okay. So I'm balls deep. We're in we're in Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. It's Lunsard's friend who tour managed us once and said it's gonna be amazing and awesome. It wasn't. And uh I remember they had it was like a modular home kind of place. And they had like this little I mean, it was probably like four feet by four feet back little deck that was just a staircase, basically. You know what I mean? It was like and I was I had a bottle of whiskey and I was drinking it. And I was looking out into the stars, going, "This is the last night I'll ever be in a band." Which is <laughs> <laughs> eleven, thirteen years ago or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Seriously, yeah, yeah we told that story before yeah, because Joey decade, was yeah. there. Yeah, Joey was there, and Joey's like believing Toby. Joey's like Toby's quitting Emory, and <laughs> I was all like, music. "Oh, what are you talking about?" And Matt's like, "Yeah, you yeah, stupid." This is, this is fucking. I mean that. Yeah, that hey, time did period. You is what see we call, how bad that show was? Yeah. He just said it. Yeah. Just said that. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. We call that mean the dip. anything. That was yeah. in the dip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Emory <laughs> dip. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was definitely a dip. But the day before, we were, that was coming off of a rough day before or something else. or the one, I don't know. But it, yeah, you know where I thought I was going to fight our good friend Andy, who after Devin oh, You can't tell band, that story. We got to back up. We got to get back to Ames, Iowa. But yes, there's, okay. men, there's, yeah, that was that time period, yes. that weekend, though, that we were, that one was the, it was the yeah. origin of BC. That was the founding. Yes. Like Joey came yeah, with yeah. us. Okay, we're starting yeah. this, um, you know, unlearning thing, thing. is going to yeah. be real. We might we're start doing, doing live yeah. podcasts right. and all that stuff. Mm hmm. Which is funny, we did that so, that so was far earlier than everybody. Or 14, I mean, now, 2014, now like Dan Coates doing his, doing his con and uh, the uh, blurry creatures are doing their cons. Yeah. Well, we did Fuck that them. shit years ago. We did Fuck that shit years them. Ago. Who does? What, what is this, 2016? Fuck <laughs> them. Dan would be like, oh, that's not very funny, guys, to talk shit on other podcasters. Bl uh, blurry con and coat con is a Sherwood spinoff con circuit. Right. Oh. <laughs> All right. It's Coke Con and Blurry Con. Everything I want. Con and Blur Con. I want this podcast to just be a shit talking podcast so bad. Finally, just talking shit on other people we know. I can't. Yeah, well, you I, can talk fucking if you do it, We have a BC Con. I'm just welcome to the club, guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got to have Nate and Dan Coke on. And just, know, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Just shit on their cons. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're our new oath to make fun yeah. of it. Mate, they're going to be successful and be podcast, make make money. Right, they're doing great. And, yeah, so like they okay. We can make fun of them forever. Now. Nate would take it okay. I feel like, but Dan not take it <laughs> okay. He might not take it okay. He would right. not no. take it okay. No. All right. We Back get to in this Ames, place. Iowa. Are we We're in Ames, Iowa. What okay. year is this? Probably okay. Like so the, the previous thing you're talking about was 2013, and this is like 2011. 20, yeah, no, no, 2011. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. 2011. Yeah, exactly. Is that, yeah. So we're no in kids. Ames, Iowa. You we're have a one kid. Yeah, yeah. I have two kids in 2011. Yeah, okay. Right. If it's October, it might be one and one on the way. It's probably yeah. what it was. Um. When I was still married, let me clarify. I'm not married anymore. Oh shit! What? First married. Yeah, I, I'll tell you later about it, Lunsford. Um, <laughs> <laughs> things didn't go good. What? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? You're. <laughs> That's the toughest thing about getting divorced. How many late texts? Yeah, I yeah. Get and calls from people <laughs> yeah. like yeah. right now. Like people yeah, are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Texting really me now. Man, yeah, yeah. Just heard. So sorry. It's really bad. And I'm like, well, that was you know. I can't. I can't I'm imagine. Trying get, I'm trying to get do good now. <laughs> I get Dude, it. With, if you need anybody to talk to, I'm here. Right? I'm like, you get that. <laughs> I get it with uh, with moving to Utah. Daniel Dopp texted me today because he whatever he was listening to ACD yeah. and thought about it. And he's like, "Where are you at? Now are you still in Nashville?" And I was like, I, "I moved to Utah." And it was an exciting <laughs> thing to be like, send him pictures of the kids skiing. He's like, "That's so cool." But for yeah. you, it's very different, right? The the six month delay right. on the divorce text. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I mean, there's more to come. I I fully believe this summer somebody's going to text me for the first time. Just heard, brother. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, for a hundred percent. And then you can have people now you don't even understand. Think about how and next time everybody that sees you yeah. that knows when they see you, they're still going to want to reprocess you physically and go like, I haven't seen I you know. since. Yeah, and then they or whatever, and you're gonna and you got to go, and you got to give them this look like, I went through a rough time, but I'm better now. And then you can move on with what you go play golf or whatever you're gonna do. Right, you have to do that to let people get back where you are now. Some some people, whenever they find out, need me to be 
Right. They had down needs. at that moment. That's what even I'm saying. They have needs. Been, you know what I mean? It might have been. Right. A, it's been a while, but right. You have to let them. You have to, as you, you know, let everybody catch up. Right. I mean, I didn't tell people until after things had really progressed, almost all the way. So it's just you know, I understand they're finding out. I get it. Yeah, Anxiety. I had a kid. <laughs> I had a kid comment on the labeled podcast group asking me about a show I wasn't at 15, 20 years ago. And the reason I wasn't at, at the show was because Tim hung himself. <laughs> but he was asking, I heard you broke your leg. <laughs> you, and I, you corrected him? Yeah, I said uh, in great detail, graphic detail. Because <laughs> I just love that. I just love just to. Uh, I picture him just feeling so uncomfortable and feeling bad. And then he was like, I can't tell if you're joking. And I go, I am dead fucking serious. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wrote this like, he was from St. Louis, by the way. Fuck him. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, Ames, so, Iowa. So Matt, now you don't ever know what you're going to walk into. We walk into this. This guy goes to college at Iowa State and his house smells so crazy like of a, a pet that i've never smelled in my life right i just i couldn't understand it <laughs> pet, as soon as like, we, wa- as we, we walked in i was like yeah exotic yeah and it was a Furs. ferret he had a ferret, a ferret yeah, right. that he <laughs> like but like you know when people have like exotic pets for that like it's totally normal look just look at this thing man you know it's crawling all over but you're like that thing's not normal you know what I mean? It's not a dog. It's not a cat. It is a ferret, and it can do mean shit to you and all that stuff. And it smelled so strong, so strong. And I was like, man, everybody here, when they come in, is going to immediately smell this ferret. They're just going to smell the ferret. And then I was really interested in, because everybody that comes in, because the guy was very uh, wanting you to see the ferret, know the ferret. Like I think in his mind... <laughs> Having a ferret was super cool for him. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, I have a ferret. I don't have just a dog or a cat. He's I got a just a college ferret. kid in Ames. Right. You know what I'm saying? No so, worries. So what I was interested in is when all the people came in, how would they react to the ferret? Oh, this is so cool. Or You know, you know what I mean? Like, do they have to put on because the guy has a ferret or whatever, mm-hmm. and it stunk up the whole house. And uh, we play the show. Ends up being a, actually a really good show. And then Matt and I, Spend the night there <laughs> in, this, in this ferret smell house. Oh, no. And it was so weird. And I guess it was just me and Matt. It's so, it's funny because we'd been drinking and it snowed and the guy was like, you can stay here. And we're like, fuck it. We'll just stay here. You yeah. know what I mean? We can save money. It wasn't that big of a deal. And and uh, so the biggest, craziest thing is, so this guy's a ferret and people have heard the story before. I know, but I'm just going to say it again for the people. I've never heard it. He's uh, he's a musician. He's in a band. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, we have pretty high Yeah, yeah. musician people like our band. You know, like what I mean? our band. You know what I mean? So we were like, Oh man, you're in a band. Oh, really cool. He said, What's the name of your band? So this is before anybody is there. He's holding his ferret. Me and Matt are standing in his living room. It's stinking. It's a stinking living room. We're standing there. Does he? Do you go, see what? Ask what kind of band it is first, or anything? Is that not part of it? No, we didn't ask. Or he told us, but we said, "Oh, really? What's the name of your band?" I don't even know why we asked. <laughs> yeah, just why would just you do that? Yeah, just like, yeah. and this is the awkward time. And, it's kind of the and this is like 2011. So yeah. when I tell you the name of it, 
think about the time and the popular. We said, what's the name of your band? He goes, Mumford. <laughs> and we were like, really? We're like, Mumford? He's like, yeah, Mumford. We're like, like Mumford and Sons? He goes, no. No, just Mumford. No, we're just Mumford. <laughs> <laughs> and he's holding his ferret. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? What the fuck is happening with my life? I'm a father, one on the way, and this is what I'm doing. I'm in a smelly ferret home, and this guy, they, he's in a band that they think they should call themselves Mumford. Like, and I, we, I, I couldn't believe it. I didn't know what to do. Yeah, it went, so we Mumford just played the show, and, and then we stayed at his house. Yeah. They were very big. The Whatever time, I don't if it's massive. Massive. I don't know what, that was what you were talking about, but that yeah. was right. definitely the situation. <laughs> And they're in a band <laughs> called Mumford. Like, what's the roadmap there? We're not and sons. <laughs> <though>. Well, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so you never know what to expect. That's what, but also. Show was good. It was great. That's what I'm saying. There's never a bad show. You know what I mean? We played so many living rooms. And there's, I mean, we played, Matt and I played, what was the place outside of Tulsa? That, I mean, we, we drove out past Tulsa. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry, not Tulsa, Tucson, Tucson, Arizona. Oh yeah, we drove 30 that or 45 awesome. minutes outside That's, of Tucson, yeah, right in the middle of nowhere. When no, we I, parked and got out of the car, you heard coyotes going, ooh, or wolves. Ooh. I mean, we were in the middle of nowhere. It, it's like where Show. Tombstone is, or something. Like it's yeah. near Tombstone. Seriously. Oh wow, yeah. And I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's out there. It's like you go to the city. And you yeah. drive very far, very far out. And then this place, this place where some people, and yeah. there was enough of a community and everything there with some fans. They would be people that, I don't know, you know, like, yep. but it was way out, way out. Way far. Like, and it was packed. The show was packed and unbelievable. So fun. I mean, I couldn't, I, I promise you, it was one of my favorite living room shows we've ever played. And they knew Emory? Like, it was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, I mean, yeah, because it was near a city. Nobody really goes there. And they just, yeah. You know what I mean? Way, Nobody comes yeah. to plays the shows there. A lot of times people just, they don't, you know, they don't. That's a good point. Uh, you go to Untapped Market, you can find, right. get a lot of yeah. people to come out. Right, yeah. and you right. just can find, I mean, and the type of thing to be in that type of dwelling in that part of the country and be there with people and everybody's having, the whole room is packed yep. with people really feeling each other's energy, having a good time. And you're in this crazy place. Yeah. And so that just, how, and you're in some weird type of dwelling in some weird climate in some weird city with people you don't know. I mean, it's, it's crazy. But uh -huh. what's better than that? I mean, you, Luncher, y'all played, uh, when was it in Nashville? Y'all did somebody's, a, a ACB did somebody's house, like in the last well, basement show. Was so, we did, the, a, right, we did like the a hardcore. A hardcore right. basement show, like tearing the roof down and shit like that. And, right. and that but was, it was the, awesome, right? That's a, one oh, of the top was, shows you've ever played. Uh, that was unbelievable. That was like, right. yeah, that was like literally tearing their house up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it was awesome. And what yes. I mean, how, and and I mean, that's a top what show for for you? I mean, as far as like experience, yeah. I mean, as, as far to the top as it goes, like a hundred people were there. A hundred, yeah. Okay, and it was That's secret. A nice number. Yeah, it right. was like a, they, it was like a secret house show and all that shit. Yeah, you do. Right. Do, yeah, doing cool shit. That's like what that. I'm saying. That's a feels and good. Once we were happens, able to do like, a yes. few things like that where we would announce the show the day before and mm -hmm. do a show the next day. Some that's what that was. It was like a yeah. one day announcement or something like that. 
Yeah. Because of the that. nice venue with the big stuff where everything goes just according to plan and there's a nice sound system and a good barricade. Yeah. It's like, okay. Okay. Cool. cool. <laughs> All right. That's a good show. They sound it sounded good. You know, but something else can happen, you know, if you change the environment, tweak the environment a bit. I always think of when I was doing drums for y'all, Matt and Toby, and we did living room, we played uh, Marietta. It was at a cool house in Marietta, Georgia. That one was great. Great, great show, great house. But the host, it was so weird before the show that we left. Oh, yeah. Because they wouldn't talk to y'all at all. They had their favorite band in their house three hours before the show. They didn't talk to you. They ordered pizza and were making drinks and hanging out with their friends. No, they got and like Zaxby's. Zaxby's. They had okay, Zaxby's. Yeah, Zaxby's. Okay, and they would not talk to y'all. And I remember Toby <laughs> and Matt. Of it. I don't. I don't think your ego was hurt, but you were just kind of like, "All right, well, fuck them," and we left and went to eat somewhere and and we drink went to or firehouse whatever. Subs. Firehouse, and then we got like you know a case of beer. Just oh sat my outside gosh, and drank. I just remembered the show. I you know just talking about. You remember that super nice house? It, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, yes. What was the name of the guy that lived Alton across Brown. the street? Alton, Alton Brown, Brown lived across yeah. the street. It was right down yeah, that main oh stretch of Marietta. God, you're right. We went to Firehouse Subs. Mm-hmm. That that right. street well, it was, was unbelievable. Their house. Well, I'm saying, how many times have you eaten a sandwich at a fast food restaurant? You remember that one? Yeah. Right. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's powerful. Because of whatever, but they, yeah, they went and got Zaxby's and brought it back right in front of us. And, and they're having beers and, like, and stuff. And know. we're just like, okay, so we're we, not hanging out with you. We don't want to hang out. All right. Um. I know it was very weird. I mean, sometimes it is weird. The hosts have been weird. There's a few times where it's been awkward when you get there. But at the same time, I mean, the shows are always great, though. That's what, of course. I mean, yeah. there, there, there really is something to that where, like, even thinking about, like, Ticketmaster and Live Nation, all that stuff. I mean, getting to play in somebody's living room is just yeah. so much better. All the money goes straight to the artist, and the venue is fine. It's mm-hmm. probably nicer than, and the bathrooms are nicer than half the venues you could ever go to. The experience so, is better for the fans. They think 100%. it's really cool. Even yeah. like Cody, the way he is and how he can be. Every time we did living room shows, he loved it. Yeah, like he oh, did yeah. like that performance can, help better. It. And didn't right. mind the questions, and it felt like a very good experience for him. Which you, you might not expect from somebody like him, but it always was good. It's just so. the collective focus that is achieved is near 100% of that. Like yeah. It's like mm-hmm. almost everybody's paying attention to the same thing. And at a bigger show, when you get into hundreds of people, it's really not. It's hard to get them all to really be having a unified thing where they're all yeah. focused at the same time on the same thing. And then there's people talking and what do you know their minds are other places but it's that 100 people whether it's a, a exciting show a big show or a quiet show or yeah. whatever 100 people and under you can really it's just mm-hmm. dynamics are possible there that aren't other places and the environment can be so different but the detroit one that one we did in detroit was the neatest one i thought in a long long time that's my one favorite. of that house yeah we, yeah that's the second time we played there me and devin played there first yeah and, yeah but that one that the was one a recent that, they, they did the good. movie one yeah their house show was, was just like their house. They the rented it out to a it. movie. It was a Steven mm-hmm. Soderbergh movie. I forget. Yeah, they shot a Steven Soderbergh movie in the house. Yeah, that you can traffic? see. It's like, Did oh. he make Traffic? No, that Probably. was a long time it ago. Was some, I mean, it's not a movie that was popular, or big. Or yeah, I don't think okay. it was popular, but you, it might have been good. But they said Magic it wasn't Mike. worth it. They said it totally <laughs> wasn't worth it. By the way, 
But yeah, we were just they had a huge attic in the top and we were just in there and it was so nice and just it was just fun and everybody's if everybody sits down and has a good time. I mean, I thought it was fun when we played uh, JT from Hawthorne Heights coffee shop. Oh, you weren't there, man. I wasn't at that. But one. that that one was just great. I mean, there was hundred something people there and it was just so nice and fun and we just had a great time and you can just really vibe with the crowd more. You know what I mean? Like when you're when you're full on electric and stuff, you can say a couple of things as a lead man or a lead front front person. Uh, uh alpha can, dog late to stage. Yeah, alpha dog late dog. <laughs> alpha dog late dog. Um but when you're in somebody's living room, it's just so intimate and you can just make people laugh and you can just sing how you want to sing and it's just so good. I mean, it's just it really lights me up. It's my favorite way to play for sure. I mean, there's something to be said for playing uh, <laughs> It's for Lovers Fest, and everybody's into it. You know what I mean? Like, when we were in Cincinnati, that show was really fun. It is for lovers, and I was, you know, I was like, okay, festivals, this is really cool. Some shows on a, on a tour are cool, but in somebody's living room, man, when you just got the crowd in the palm of your hand, and you're just cutting up and just singing as loud as you want or soft as you want, there's no mic, so it's just your voice. It's no, There's no technical thing there's no it is literally all organic will your fingers hit the right notes will your voice sing the right note you know what i mean like it's just and will you say something that the crowd laughs at or they don't and it's just it's probably like what a comedian feels like it really Mm -hmm. does feel that way like what a comedian feels is i'm moving the crowd and wait a minute they kind of laughed now they're going to laugh a little bit more. Now, oh, holy shit, I got them now. And then I'm murdered. But, I mean, it like that is what it is, I guess. And we have we get to experience that, honestly, more than most bands. Most bands do not do that. Like, I mean, most bands not do not dynamic. go play living rooms. Well, most bands, like, right? there's this thing. If you're, if you're being, like, if you think of Emory trying to be its biggest, what you're trying to do is build this machine where no matter where you go, you put on the the, the same identical perfect show every night. There's yeah. that mentality for, of performance, too, where you go in and you transform the place and you do exactly what you do and everything's perfect. And yeah. you build your rigs and your in-ears and your things and your clicks and your tracks to make everything be the best it can be and perfect every night or whatever. That's an approach. Right. But that's not different every night based on what is actually there and the farthest other end of the spectrum is will be a living room show but you can be dynamic in a club as a band or whatever too but it just depends on your band and what the interaction with the crowd is or whatever but you know right. like ramstein when they play at arena <laughs> that it's not yeah. different every day like they do the same <laughs> same thing happens <laughs> but if you play in the attic in detroit it's the it's just the most unique thing imaginable I know. and it's Josh totally different yeah, <laughs> they have some crazies. I mean, that's its own thing. But it, but yeah, it's just a there's a push and pull and everything, you know, about that. Yeah, I mean it, that, that's what I'm saying. Like uh, we like playing in Grand Rapids at John's Basement. Yeah, that's good. You know, or I mean, there's this, I mean, there's several coffee shops or bars that we play at. Uh, like we played the same one a couple of times in uh, Chicago. I mean, it, it's just it is great. I mean, last time we haven't played in Minnesota as Emory in a long time, but me and Devin played an acoustic show in, in, in as, you know, as partly Emory, um, just a couple of years ago. And it was a packed out call. Minneapolis is a good market. Yeah. yeah I like it. Good. It's just really like good too. You know? Yeah. 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 yeah you got to make good. an effort to get up there and get back down. But 
They um, up the average for the Midwest. All right, we've been talking for a while. Can we pay some bills? And then I want to, after we pay the bills, can we do a, a little bit of ask and you shall receive? Yeah, well, let's fluidly just front end that with the songs and stories that were. Um, yeah. W- no, this doesn't come out till after. Well, I hope you came to songs and stories last week. No. This would have been. <laughs> There's plenty of songs and stories. Still There's coming. coming. No, no, you're right. There's plenty right? more coming up. But we just got back from. We're about to leave to go do yeah. Nashville and all that. Anyway. You're hearing this now, so we just got yeah. back from doing that. And what's the one still coming up? Well, March 2nd, we play Columbus, Ohio. March 3rd, Pittsburgh, PA. Uh-huh. March 4th, Philadelphia, PA, which is sold out. But maybe fly you could, Eagles fly. Yeah, you might get email Devin and maybe get a ticket to that, but I don't, I'm not sure. And then uh, New York City is a matinee show, which is going to be dope. March and, 29th, and what do we March know about those second venues? through the 5th. Uh, Anything no, interesting? I, I don't, you don't have Devin's to know. not here. Okay. He, he, his voice went out. <laughs> <laughs> pussy. He, either from yelling at his it, fucking pussy. He, he's either from yelling at his kids or unreal fucking. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it, it's yeah, only those two things. Yeah, primal <laughs> could be not just anything sick. else. He's not right. sick. <laughs> you think Devin fucked so hard he screamed? He was screaming. It was like that his, kind of animal his, stuff. His father-in-law, like mother-in-law with them right. on vacation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a uh, like a lion. boy. Yep. Um, so that Columbus, Ohio to uh, New York City is March 2nd through March 5th. And then March 29th, Portland, Oregon. And then we back in Canada, baby, on March 30th. Tickets are God on damn. sale at emerymusic.com. And there's no ticket fees. It's Canada. literally... Just pay for the ticket. You are going to support us getting there, paying for the plane tickets, paying for the paying for the gas, paying for the food, all the stuff. You are literally helping us get to the show, and you don't got to pay those. The money fucking comes other to people. us, and then we other use some the guitar strings and the chilies after show food. Yes, and we don't go to anybody else. Or twice. There will be some use for Top Golf if there's a yeah. Surplus it could be all. a Top Golf thing, yeah. right? But it won't go off. to any other companies yeah. except for the yeah. whatever, the, the credit card processing, but nothing else. We'll pay for that. Nothing else. Yep. They have half uh, off hours in the morning on like Tuesdays at Top Golf. Oh, that'd be kind of nice. Yeah. That'd be real nice. Um, our cover of Everlong is out right now. Mm-hmm. And man, I have gotten personal DMs like crazy about We're that. We're playing song. that songs and stories. There you go. So there you go. You playing on the piano? Mm-hmm. You feel confident? I feel confident. Have you practiced it? I have practiced it. Wow. I practiced it. Well, I mean, I literally practiced, you know, 40 minutes before we got on this podcast. I put okay. my fingers on it. Yeah, yeah, Okay. But yeah. I've got, I still got another day or two. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, So you can listen to that, I guess, anywhere. Spotify, Apple Music, all those things. Um, And like we said, tickets for our, oh, wait. Tickets just went on sale for our special Shallow Seas show. Shallow, oh, they are on sale. Shallow Seas show in Seattle. That's on sale oh. now. Yeah. When does that go on sale? What, shallow what? Seas show that in been, Seattle that is on sale went, right now. Oh shit! Okay, that's a big Sunday, time. April second at Numos. Oh shit! Yeah, it's gonna be dope. It's the, it's the, it's Lutz, the premiere. When is it? April second, the day after April Fools. I'm, maybe Sunday, I will. Sunday, April April second. Oh, the Sunday. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Because guess who's playing with us? The classic crime. Oh damn! McDonald's gonna be playing. McDonald'll be there. 
album Robbie release will be show there. Skip will be there. You yeah. can't Holy miss that. I might have to come for that. You had to come and hang out with us. I might have to come. I'd work remote on Monday, maybe. Yeah, fly home Monday yeah. night. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, y'all got yeah, they, they got coffee shops in Seattle, right? Hell Skip. yeah. yeah. Hang out Skip from Classic Crime. You got to get from Classic Crime. You got to come hang out with I got to come get high and laugh at Skip. Oh, my God. And you know Numo's well. It's, it's a great venue. Oh, Numo's is excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the premiere of our In Shallow Season Sunday, sale. April 2nd. That'll be the first, you know, we, um, that's what we're going to be doing that this year. We did it on the cruise, and this is going to be adapting yeah. it to the real stage, you know, show and putting it together as a headlining act kind of Fuck thing. Yeah. So, and that we're going to premiere that, do that in Seattle, and then see where else we can get it later this that's year. Right. Tickets are available at emorymusic.com. There will be a pre show. Check this out. Where we perform while broken hearts prevail. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know what while, while broken hearts prevail is, it is the EP we put out before we did in shallow seas. So we've never played that ever, and we're gonna play it on April second at Numos. Uh, it's a Sunday. The uh, tickets to the pre-show are free for Emory Land members. Emory Land members you hear come that? for free. Mm-hmm. To the pre-show, holy fucking shit! If you're not in Embry Land, the ticket for the pre-show is thirty-five bucks. God, so damn. I would fucking join Emory Land. How much it's is a year of Emory Land? It's nine ninety-nine a month or ninety-nine a year, which is like okay, thirty-five dollars so, or something. Right. <laughs> yeah, but thirty-five for the pre-show. I don't know event, my, but I'm members is free. But, yeah. Members is free, and you get a discount on merch. You can join shit. for one month. Yes. Cancel if you want to. Who cares? So if you're gonna you buy really this know, year a hoodie, right, and something else. It ends it's, up. it's pretty simple. The yeah. ROI. I'm in sales. I can help you all with this if you want. Yeah, yeah. It's, it work. It should work out. But yeah. I've been to that REI store. All mm. right. I got a new podcast, by the way. It's called Sex 101 with Doctor Stormy, and I would. I just want to say, Doctor Stormy is the star of it. She yeah. is so amazing. I mean, she is made for podcasting. I mean, she. <laughs> this, is, this makes me feel so she really prepares <laughs> compared and so you're to me. On, you're on like, there like, like she knows what she's talking about. Yeah. She studied and she already knows what she's talking about, but then she even goes an extra step and really answers questions. We do listener questions. And are you late to just, that podcast or you be there on time? She's the one that should be, get to be late to that one. Yeah. I, I'm pretty good on that one. Cause yeah. Cause I'm recording. Okay. I'm recording. You do a hurry. You go on yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah anyway the link's in the bio uh now you can send your listener questions for that if you got any sex questions send them to toby bad christian at gmail.com <laughs> or stormy at lovedeeplab.com cassie started um, following her on a she's great Instagram. I, I, I promise you i almost can't be more impressed with a human like she even like through my divorce and stuff like that has been so kind and generous with just how she's talked to me about it and in a, she can really navigate the make you feel completely comfortable and also hit you with something real. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and maybe a little hard. Like, she's just she she's just so great. So that's Work. the Sex One Hundred and One podcast with me and Doctor Stormy. And the kids, I'm like, oh, poor baby, your wife left you, little <laughs> bitch. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, kind of nice, yeah. but yeah. also has a packs a little punch. Yeah, I like that, Lunsford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um. All right, also, we're going to do Asking You Shall Receive here in a second, but uh, you can send your questions in to hello at emorymusic.com. Uh, you, all right, uh, join Emory Land. 
we we already said this basically. That's the bottom but, line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get so much. You can come to the pre shows. You know, there's all kinds of shit that you get. I mean, twenty percent off everything. How about Marriage Supply, our sex toy company? Oh fuck yeah. We we own a sex toy company. You get twenty percent off of everything if you join emorymusic.com. So why wouldn't you want to listen to Emory while also like unbelievable clit vibration, <laughs> unbelievable anal vibration, unbelievable ball vibration. I mean, the vibrations that Mary Supply offers, you and don't I, want to fucking miss out on it. And we can tell you based on our couples retreat we did in Phoenix, they work in hot tubs, they work in heated swimming pools. <laughs> yes. They work, they work at like the toilet, like everywhere. Yeah. There were sex toys everywhere in that Airbnb. Just we were fucking you, you everywhere. Were on, you weren't on here, Lunsford, but we were very certain that y'all swung. We, did y'all address it last we, week? Yeah, yes, we did. We addressed it, and we thought that that because you, you and your wife, Matt and his wife, and then Matt McDonald from Classic Crime and his wife all went to Arizona, Phoenix. Yeah. And it just swinging. seemed like swinging would have been something that you would well we talked about that like three weeks ago the possibility of it yeah right and so y'all saying last week last week you're saying y'all went deep deep dive on it yeah right before y'all went i don't remember yeah it was i think it was in part two which you get if you join emory land yeah i was there for that conversation i guess i wasn't on the podcast last you were yeah y'all last week we had chris dudley on y'all talked about with dudley the no Last week was Chris Dudley. So you tell me, you Matt, you didn't do a recap of the orgy? No. I thought uh, we weren't going to. Oh. Miscommunication. <laughs> so go to emorymusic.com. I, I thought it was a deny situation. Oh, okay. Did y'all do anything? We did, did anything stuff. even get deny. close to weird? Okay. You didn't. Ha- you didn't do it. You didn't swing. You didn't do it. Was there ever a moment where you were in the kitchen accidentally with someone else and were like, this- "No"? <laughs> but the McDonald's got very graphic about my parents in an Uber. What ride. do you mean? They were trying to rattle. They were trying to rattle me. They were trying to rattle me about my parents. You know, Why? Yeah. You know, just to make me feel uncomfortable. Like yeah. your parents that, fucking or something? We don't have to say it like that. I mean, it's, it was basically <laughs> my. I'll try to paint the picture. It was like McDonald's right. saying something really disgusting and like really aggressive <laughs> about right? your mom like, and dad. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then Christy just in the back going, "Did they like that? Did they like it when that happened? <laughs> like just evil. Like they were working wow. together in this like evil. And Matt would be screaming, yell McDonald's yell about something graphic, laugh." <laughs> Chris would be like, your mom liked that, didn't she, Aaron? She loved it when that happened, didn't she, Aaron? I'm just like, you guys are fucking evil. God damn. Yeah, McDonald's narrating some scene of, yeah. of Lunster's parents. And it, yeah. I don't remember how it got to that, but it did. That happened. I, yeah, I don't remember. I think Cassie probably said something about me being bar- embarrassed about something, and then they just ran with it. So, anyway. Fuck. You missed so, out. I wasn't invited. I'm single. We talked about it, but yeah, I know y'all talked about me and my yeah. singleness. On everybody all, does, all the, everybody <laughs> everywhere does. Yeah, we're all talking. That's what about everybody it. is talking about everywhere. Okay, but this is what I don't like. <laughs> I don't like Just trust y'all me, talk. Everybody's talking about it, but but this is what sucks about it. Y'all are talking about my divorce, 
and really laughing a lot. <laughs> like, That's really, what you don't like? Like, had a and good time. And you wish time. we were more solemn. Y'all had a good time. <laughs> like, when, when the first part, person brought it up, everybody died laughing. It wasn't like no. that. No, it wasn't like that. I don't know. I'm trying to think of how it was like. Yeah. We were more talking about the present and the future. True. Yeah. Not the past. I don't know. That's right. We have a plan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. I need uh Also, the last thing that, because we got to get off here too. Um, Matt, do you have the names? My computer's not yeah, letting me pull it up. I can get it. Yeah. I've okay. Got hold it. on one second. Then. You do have them? Yep. I have access to them. I have to actually get them on my eyeballs, but almost right. there. While you're there, I can read the first one. So you gotta tell uh, us what it is and I'll yep. have it. Okay. Well, this week they sent in their different types of what they like to call poops. They're poops, right? Like there's different kinds, their favorite kind of poop that they do. You know what I mean? Like cause some uh-huh. th- some poops are uncomfortable, but there some poops are fun or a poop that st- stood out to you. You know what I mean? That you a memorable poop. And uh so this is what they're doing. This is what they're doing this week. You got it? Yep. Okay. Read it. I'm curious about the memorable poop situation with my man, Kermit Stevenson. Oh, Kermit. Man. Kermit. Kermit his, is tight. He his is, favorite. He lives, yeah. I believe. Sorry, Kermit, for making fun of Indiana. I believe that's where you live. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been hammering on that. But No, no, no. Luster didn't make fun of Indiana. He made fun of the people. <laughs> no. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Kermit's favorite poop is called marbles. It's hard and separate little lumps, little turds, you know, that look like nuts and they're hard to pass. And these little pellets typically mean you're constipated, guys. That's what he wanted us to know. Okay. It shouldn't happen frequently or you need to go to the doctor. Marbles. All right, who's next? Okay. Up on my list is my man, Ward Huey. Oh, Ward? Pops up on the list one way or another. I don't know he loves the, cali- the, the caterpillar. Now, should it be caterpillar? Because I say caterpillar. I don't add the R. C A T E R P I L L A R. Caterpillar. Caterpillar. I don't think you can be wrong. But I say caterpillar. That. A caterpillar. It's a log shaped, it's log shaped, but lumpy. And this is another sign of constipation, but a caterpillar is log shaped, but it has like little stringy things that look like caterpillar legs coming off of it. You, you've, seen, you've had that before, Lunsford. How about Ryan Combs? It's the hot dog. It's the log shaped with some cracks on the surface. <laughs> yeah. All right. About Kenneth Pruitt. The snake. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, the name really says it all. It's like a smooth and snake-like mm. poop, right? Mm. Doctors also consider this a normal poop, by the way. And it should happen every one to one to three days. So, the snake, kind of what you want. You want a snake in your ass. Okay, Jonathan Swanson, final one. Stay with us. The, the soft serve. <laughs> okay. It's fluffy. Also, I think medically mushy. desirable. Yep. It's, but... Fluffy and smushy with ragged edges, though. 
This too soft consistency could be a sign of mild diarrhea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should drink more water, maybe get some electrolyte, in, electrolyte infused beverages to help improve this because soft serve, potentially mild diarrhea. How often do y'all have diarrhea? Like, say in a 30 day span, a month span, how often do you have diarrhea? <laughs> let's, oh wait wait let's all say the number like how, or, like how many or times the a amount week, roughly, yeah let's say, let's all say the amount at the day. same time okay at the same time let's all say in the 30 amount. days i'm gonna yeah in 30 days think about it i'm gonna go one two three and after right. i say three say the number or or the amount okay okay, okay. in 30 days you ready lunsford okay yeah one two three Every day. (laughs) 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 Oh, boy. All right. Let's do a little. uh, Let's get to asking you shall receive because I've been waiting. I've been waiting for a while to do these and I keep forgetting. So I'm sorry. Send in your questions. Hello at emorymusic.com. These are really good. All right. So this one is interesting because... Let me just read it. Okay. Put my readers on. Okay. Hey, guys. First off, I love Emory. I remember my first concert at a small venue in Portland and opened, and we opened with As Your Voice Fades, and it blew my mind. I wonder what that... Davy Jones Locker? I yeah. always think it's probably yeah. like the cat's cradle, the first one. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. What, what's the cat's meow, cradle? Meow, I thought, meow, meow was North Carolina. Carolina. I thought meow, meow was kind of big. The second it one was. The really second one was big? The first one. Okay. It was crazy. It had the longest staircase ever. You had to take. And back then, we had huge cabinets. You know, we thought we got. Anyway. My questions are connected and tough. So as not to overload with context, here's the short and sweet. We live in Thailand and are considering switching schools. The new one would be more pay and in a more professional atmosphere for my wife to work. So I guess she would work at this new school and maybe their kids would go there. Uh, I'm a stay-at-home dad, video editor, editor, missionary. Lunsford, calm down. We're also considering switching churches. The old one, we love the people, but it's a conservative Baptist church the other one is way more easy to connect with and they don't require a membership to serve because you know you need a membership to follow jesus anywho that's where we're at we've been talking to people a lot about it but it's just not sure what to do so switching schools and switching churches in thailand in thailand how the fuck am i supposed to tell him what to do in thailand let's give it a shot I That's think all? switch the school because you get more pay. Just do that. Huh. And then I say don't switch to the easier to connect with church and stay at the conservative Baptist church because I think you can be the coolest person there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hmm. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, for real. Like, you, <laughs> yeah. you can be the most open minded person, coolest person at the church. And maybe influence that church a little bit. The other one is just going to be what it is. There's people like you, and there's not oh. much work to do there. But the conservative Baptist church, there's some work to do there. I say stay at that. If you can hack it without being resentful about it. 
Yeah, you don't want to be resentful. If, you know what I mean? If you, if that makes you right. elitist and resentful, then you won't be able to do that. Right. So don't do that. Then whatever. But the uh, you don't need a membership. What did he say? You don't the need third. a membership. To, oh, you need a membership. To At a Baptist yeah, church, yeah, you have to be a member. You got to be a member. To do what? To serve. Yeah, and he serve. is a member. Is a member. He must be he at that is. one, but the other, or maybe he's not a member. I don't the know. Baptist one. I don't know. Is he a, a missionary member? too? Yeah, he's a missionary, stay-at-home dad, and a video editor. Is he a member of Emeryland? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. It's Mike. He didn't put his last name. First step. Uh, I would want to know become an Emory. Do, if you have a membership, you can come to the pre-show. <laughs> That's right. If we play in Thailand. Yeah. If you're, where is Thailand? If we're talking about memberships, what do you mean? Advice. Where is Thailand? It's in Southeast Asia. Is oh, hell yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Right. It's it's supposed to be cool. Yeah, be we pretty should cool. just get the fuck out of U.S. It's over here. Right? You know, I mean, I, I actually really believe. <laughs> let's go on another tangent. I actually, really believe it's the end of the year. <laughs> hey, can we talk about this for a minute? I actually believe the United States of America is over. If we can just briefly talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right i gave my answer matt do you have an answer or not well i'm curious i mean i really i just think the concept of membership is what to explore there what that means but yeah i think you're right overall in that way okay. but don't be negative yeah wherever you are all right i think this one's uh for matt Ooh. maybe but i just think matt will give a the best answer for this what is the perfect amount of alcohol to drink? <laughs> this comes from Drinky Poo. What is the perfect amount to drink? Yeah, I, I, the perfect amount of alcohol to drink, and a uh, and a one's life. Yeah. No, no, no. I I, I take or, this as I, would like, I mean, you, a fun night. You, I've got a yeah. Um, I was thinking camp. of a night. I, I think that's like how do you you know. You could either take it as maintain your buzz, or is it good mm -hmm. to just get completely blitzed? What do you, what's that? What's your answer there? What's the perfect amount in a the, the most enjoyable single day alcohol experience that I would advise? Yeah, I like that question. What would be idea? You guys that to anybody it would be their signature. What yeah. they say is like, what is your perfect day with you and alcohol involved? Yeah. Tell me about that. Uh, how that goes? I would say. The perfect, but the question is just a perfect amount to drink. Am I, what am I, am I overthinking? Am I yes, I think you're in the right direction. Like, yeah, it's just the amount, like, what is the most fun? I think that's the thing. Like, the perfect amount would be, like, it makes you the happiest. In a, Without know, consequences being too much to pay. Right. Like, you don't want to. It's different. For, depends on what age you are, because I would have yeah. different things. It's got to be age dependent, really. Let's do 30 somebody. years old. If I was 30 years old, I think what is a, a good way to do it is to make sure that you drink on an empty stomach and start with like a double. <laughs> yeah. It's the most important before yeah. you eat supper if, and time and get the timing of that zero to 60 yep. right. That's what I think is essential. <laughs> it will start with that's the way I would start. Yeah. And then what you're trying to do is just take the momentum from that to used to have the best possible experience and and then have planned enough ability to not be in any trouble by yeah. later in the night that's the that's the strategy i would use 
basically. All right. And then you're trying to mix experience and alcohol once you get a blast off. Yeah. Lots where you got any And taper comments? down with Yeah, no just nine problem. Miller lights. <laughs> nine. Nine Miller lights. Yeah. That's middle of the road. How long over What's what the time span? Time? Yeah. That that's the hard thing. Miller lights are hard to pace because they they can go quick. So yeah, I'd say starting at what time in the evening? Am I going out or staying in? Staying in. Staying in. I want to start at six thirty. Yeah. What staying the in. hell? I'm staying. Am I staying in? Yeah. yeah. And not trying to go to bed. It's Friday night. Not trying to go to bed what, early or whatever. anything like that. It's your night. Yeah. Okay. So. If I'm what I do is start way earlier than that for sure, but I'm saying optimized. It's starting at six thirty and it's drinking, you know, nine until what time? Nine and for it to be perfect and get the best results, I'd probably need to stop at, you know, ten thirty. Right? You can drink nine between six thirty and ten thirty. You can three an hour. No way. I mean, I can't now. That's I mean, four hours. Know. That's no. That's Two point something. I could yeah. maybe on tour or something previously. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I, I couldn't do that at home. I might yeah, I, I definitely don't do that. <laughs> Never. I did not listen. I did not drink 11 Peronis Friday, Saturday night and watch La La Land. I did not do that. <laughs> did, you feel, did you also not feel like shit the next morning? Sunday was ruined. <laughs> I mean, we can get into it in part two if you want, but I I started La La Land at eleven thirty at night. All right, I yeah, wanted we'll, to hear. This yeah, we'll just start there. But okay. yeah, yeah. But anyway. all right. But yeah, that, but you that. admit not ideal. That, that's what I'm saying. Eleven Peronis was too much. So yeah. nine Miller Lights, I feel like is I six is no. not enough. Not of Miller can't, Lights. You can't drink six beers. I get to the end of yeah. I get to the end of a six pack and I am sad, disappointed. Nine, it's like okay. If I can stop here, I'm in good yeah. shape, and I had a good time. So. I really uh, so this is true. I love drinking in the afternoon mm. and stopping by six or seven at the latest. Nice, like it is my favorite. Like two o'clock, you start having a cocktail, and then you move to a beer, and then maybe back to a cocktail and a beer, and then <laughs> it, you know what I mean. And you just enjoy yourself in the afternoon. There's sunlight. Especially yeah. in the cold, cold winter. I just love that sunlight. I feel like I'm still alive. And then 6.30 rolls around. I eat dinner. I'm done drinking. I don't want because, you know, so that's me. Whenever we were I at our trip in Phoenix, I, I remember I started drinking at like 12.15. I was making uh, salsa and stuff. Yeah. And, and Matt walked in uh, and he was like, oh, you're already drinking a beer? And I was like, the fuck? I, what do you do? What kind of question right. is that? Yeah. What happened right. to you? What happened to you? I was might have a. What am I doing? It's a coffee of some. I know, but it's drink. just a lot has changed over the years, and I drank till one in the morning. <laughs> Not that same day, did you? I sure did. Me and McDonald stayed up finishing the MMA fights till about twelve oh, forty-five. Right. No, wow. yeah, everybody's see that day. Everybody, that was their second day, and everybody zonked out. So, but not only the pros. They, yeah, yeah, not the yeah. pros. Yeah. All right, got another one for you. I was recently put in charge of a three-month project at my job. There are four other people who are working on this project with me. An issue I'm having is that one of them is not pulling their weight or meeting deadlines. But the problem is the person is our boss's son-in-law. Damn. I've tried giving some encouragement and offered help, 
but whenever I do, it seems to fall on deaf ears. Mm. My boss and his son, my boss and his son-in-law are very close and joke around together a lot at work. Uh, I'm worried I will have to work my way. I will have to work way more than I should to get this work done in time or might even need to ask for an extension. I'm also nervous to give a bad review to my boss about his son-in-law. Should I tell my boss or suck it up? And the the name is shit-in-law. I mean, you can't be surprised by what you're experiencing is what I'd say to that guy. What should he do, though? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would say, shit, I don't know. I'd say you give an honest review. Because what are you going to do? You're not going to get you're not going to get that person fired or something like that. Right. Or you just keep your mouth shut and just keep going on because that's just the way it's going to be. What what are you going to do about it? It's like, yeah, the son-in-law of the boss. Right. You're going to crack that. There's more implications beyond, you know, if you cause problems there, like there's way more implications beyond the job. Yeah. Don't you think? Well, you know, that's the case-by-case part of it that makes yeah. advice difficult. But I would say the axis of – I'd say it comes down to the character of your boss himself, really. That too. So if yeah. you find that he's a man of very high character, then he definitely would want the honest report about his yeah. – he would really – if you think he would really appreciate somebody strong enough to deliver such a report to him, and he's – then yeah. that – would be ideal, and he might even. But say, if he's a man of low character, then yeah, this just called nepotism. I don't but know. It, it, yeah, but at that point, he might even say, "Yeah, I know. What am I going to do?" Right. That's what I'm saying. That just depends on like, the, yeah the the read of that particular individual. But that that's the leader here, and that you're, like your read of him is probably the way to, to make right. your decision. Yeah, yeah we I need to know how not how he feels about you. The question asker, what is your relationship with the boss? Yeah, I mean, there's and all those. And do you feel that the boss has a clue? I think you suck it up. I think it's a lose lose right now. Maybe let him fall on his own sword. Like he, if he's this bad, he'll get worse and worse, and eventually it'll become evident. I don't yeah. know if I would attach myself to making it evident. It, right he's now. very like unlikely, but based on that description, for that guy to actually just start doing good. That yeah, doesn't sound right. That's what right. I wouldn't think exactly. is going to happen. I also, so I might sound like a. A dick. I don't know if there's any project that actually needs four people. It's just fucking probably get <laughs> it done. It you could probably just but, get it done. That's true. But it's but but you should you could still probably help you. There probably is an optimal way to get the most results out of him, but mm-hmm. reasonably what you can expect. I don't I don't really know. But right. if if you're in a situation like that overall, you just have to make the firmer you can. Uh, I mean, do make your own decisions about it. That that's that's the best thing you can do. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's, I mean, you could quit or something. I mean, yeah. like what's the, what is the total, like wh- what amount of misery is possible? Would you have a threshold? Yeah. I, uh, okay. This last one, Lunsford, it's really funny because we had Chris on last week and I wanted to do asking you shall receive last week, but we ran out of time, but I put this in there. I put, I added it later into a knock, knock joke I did, uh, later, but, uh, I was going to bring this up because I, I was going to have Chris from Under Oath answer all these. And this is the one I was going to ask the last one. I'm a keyboardist 
slash composer in a famous band, and all my bandmates have deconstructed their faith and use profanity in our music now. How do I bring up Christ and them going to hell? <laughs> and I was just going to say that to Chris. That he was I was just wanting to see his face. What he would say. <laughs> it is funny when you think about like this. Does he? Did he? You know, because they added profanity in the last couple of years or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, some of them are still very Christian. Some of them aren't. But the very Christian was if they brought, like, what if we didn't use fuck in this? Song? <laughs> no, they, they, they did. Like, they, they tried. They, they, yeah. That, like, that's what, and they did it both ways because Chris asked them to just, like, well, wow. What? And then when this was like, yeah, it's just not like when you put the other word in there, it just doesn't do the same thing. So that went, right. okay. After he heard it, and left, leave that. I think that's what happened. Wow. Well, pretty interesting. Anyway. We'll talk more about it on part two. We'll see you all over there. Join Emory Land. Go to emorymusic.com. Bitch. Join the Conservative Baptist Church in Emory Bitch. Land. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch.